And welcome. I'm Dr. Brian Olette. This is my partner of 30 years, Dr. Lisa Catarula. Welcome, uh, Dr. Lisa. And that's 30 years. So we've got it's a uh, long time. 60 years experience in treating scoliosis patients. Yeah, makes me feel very old to hear you say that. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's bad enough. We feel we don't need to bring it up, right? But 60 years is is uh, it feels good to be mm -hmm. out there and being able to treat and and take care of families and patients uh, for that long. And so uh, today we wanted to just reach out. And we want to talk uh, um, and help people and families and you know parents with you know what what do they do? Because we get we get maybe a hundred phone calls a month, and it's a, a parent that's nervous, right? They've got yeah. the diagnosis. Your child has scoliosis. Your you know, it's curved spine. They look at these x-rays and they're in basically freak mode. Yeah. And so um, we, we, we want to reach out and just kind of, where do you go from there? What do you do from there? So what do you suggest um, if a parent hears that diagnosis, what do you think they should do first? Well, it's it's interesting because we're often the first call that they make. I usually get a call from some frantic mom that's gotten, you know, a devastating diagnosis that they have no idea what to do with, and they're searching for answers. And I think, you know, if it were my child, I would be doing what they're doing. They're trying to get answers. So, you know, the issue, the problem is that there's so much information out there on the Internet. And as you well know, um, a lot of it's not really great information. So some parents get steered in the wrong direction. But I am a big believer of being a quarterback for your kid mm -hmm. and, and really searching and not just listening to the first thing that you may be told by someone. So, you know, we've been doing scoliosis for so long, pretty much anything that's alternative to surgery we've done so <laughs> yeah, we, we've done sure. it all we've traveled you know four different countries mm -hmm. we've been all over the united states we've been certified in everything and we've done every technique that's alternative to surgery so what i would urge you to do is pick up the phone give us a call call us at the number on the screen Go to our website, look at our website, write down your questions, give us a call. We do free consultations over the phone. Best if you had an x-ray, something that you could send us, you can download it on our website, or you can, we'll give you a phone number that you can text a picture of the x-ray to. Once we have that x-ray, we have the age of the patient, we'll ask some other questions, and we'll be able to give you some recommendations. So uh, this is how we do a lot. We've learned how to do these phone consults. It's, saves people time it saves them energy saves them money yeah i think that's a good point and while there are so many treatment methods that are out there there are some treatments that may be appropriate for certain ages certain d degrees of curvature certain curve types and it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all so i think if if people do pick up that phone and call us they're going to get a wealth of knowledge and experience in treating people with scoliosis with alternative therapies yeah and that's what we've heard back from the patients right the yeah. responses are thank you so much for spending so much time yeah. you know nice thing about our clinic now is because we only treat scoliosis that we can set our schedule not to be rushed you know, that's right i've been I've, I, i'll be honest i've been watching um binge watching the resident <laughs> I know, right yeah, on yeah. tv and i just see doctor after doctor being rushed through rushed through 
you know, their schedule and how many they have to see in a certain hour. And I uh, just feel blessed that we don't have to do that. We yeah. set our own schedules. We can put pl plenty of time because it is a serious problem, right? And it can get bad quickly. Yeah. And um, so one of the things I wanted to talk about today was this wait and see approach. And so I kind of want you to take it from there, like, because you, you do a lot of our phone calls and you, you talk to a patient that says, or a parent that says, yeah, we're just going to wait and see, we're going to watch it. And then we're going to go back in six months and we'll see what it's doing. What do you think about that? Well, I, th I think that's the biggest mistake that most parents make. And sadly, it's, it's not usually a mistake that they make without having already gotten that advice from another healthcare provider. So oftentimes, as you know, you know, there'll be somebody that diagnoses a child with scoliosis. It's seemingly a small curvature. And an orthopedic often will say, you know, just bring the kid back in six, six months. We'll check it again. We'll see what's going on. And, and you know that when we get these curvatures early on, we have the opportunity to get a complete correction. You know, it's funny. It's like, from years ago, the protocol in the United States, which is different from every other country, but in the U.S., the protocol is to wait until it's 25 degrees before you do anything, right? And so is that a number that, that, that just should be the protocol? Oh, it's 25, we, it's 20, we're not gonna do anything. It's 25, now we'll do something. What about age of the patient? What about- Family history. Family history. What type That's of curve it is. Huge, yeah. exactly. Has the, has the child started menses or not? Right. There are so many different things. I think you're absolutely right on that, and I think early treatment of any type of problem is what we typically recommend in the United States. Although it seems with scoliosis, that's not what's happening. Well, I've seen scoliosis progress so rapidly. It can go from something that is recommended, no treatment, to the next visit, surgery. That just seems a little ridiculous to me. And you know, today we were talking about it. Would you, would you get a cancer diagnosis? And if, if the doctor said, Let's wait until, if it doesn't spread to your liver, you know, then we don't have to do anything. But it spreads to the liver, then we're, you know, we need to do some serious uh, surgery or whatever we're going to do, or serious treatment. Would anybody wait for that to happen? <laughs> of course not. No. With anything that's health-related, we were even talking earlier about weight. Is it better to address, you know, the fact that maybe you have five additional pounds that you don't need on that uh, on your frame, or thirty pounds? What's easier to deal with? And I think when you're dealing with these small curves, we have a much better success rate. And you know. I we can harp on this, and I, I would, and I, and we do with our patients, and and we just, we think if it's your child, you make that decision. You said they should be the quarterback, but you got to make that decision. Are you willing to wait and see if this progresses, if it could be fixed early on, you know? And so, I'm gonna say over the 30 years, we get a hundred patients a year, and I was thinking about that the other day. A hundred patients a year walk through the door that decide to wait and see, or they give us, give us a phone call and said they said wait and see, mm -hmm. and then come back and it's doubled the size or tripled in size. Yeah. And 
And now it's difficult to treat. Not only is it difficult to treat or stop progression, but we're not ever gonna have a straight spine again. And you think about that number, that's only in our clinic. So what is happening worldwide or, or nationwide when you have 100 people a year in our clinic? Do that for 30 years. How many kids have wait to see to where it's gone to surgery? Well, absolutely. And let's talk also about the parents that are proactive, but they choose the wrong treatment method. So they may think that they're doing something to help the scoliosis. In fact, they're making it worse or not really treating it at all. And we get those people that come in too. They, they, they yeah. start a treatment with some, some form of treatment they found online and the curve jumps up 30 degrees. And So that's know. probably the most difficult thing for a parent, right? A yeah. parent says, you know, I, I, I get a recommendation for a doctor and I followed it. And, and you know, there's good and bad in every profession. What I would say as their doctor is, has your doctor performed that before? So before having an opinion on a type of treatment, they should probably have done it in their office and done their own research, right? So if you look at alternative to surgery, anything out on the internet, and you call us, we've done it. That's correct. So if we're not doing it now, there's a reason we're not doing it now, right? And so... Uh, it's nice to have that 60 years of experience because I feel like our patients can have that, that comfort and that, that faith in their doctors that, hey, these two know what they're talking about. They've been doing it for a long time. They care. Mm -hmm. And we just get a good feeling in there. And, you know, that, that's, we, we love our Google reviews, right? Because we yeah. always get these five-star Google reviews. And it... it they're not just Google reviews to me, right? To, to me, okay, so you got a Google review on the internet. Mm -hmm. But what, is, what do you feel like after you get that Google review? I mean, as a doctor, when they say, you know, we love those doctors, they've taken care of our child. I mean, that's always been important to us since the beginning is yep. a parent trusts us to take care of their child. That's right. I mean, that is, what that is bigger such a blessing. compliment yep. in the world is there than that? That's right. So we talk about earlier the better. There's no cure for scoliosis, and we say there's no cure, meaning if there's a deformity in the spine and the bones in the rib cage are actually deformed, you can't change that. Which, so, again, is why if you get it early before the deformity happens, you that's have... That's when we can change it. Right. So at 25 degrees, you usually will have a pretty big deformity. That's right. So... Maybe we should change that protocol. What's interesting is it used to be 30. Now they've lowered it to 25. Small increment, but it's been lowered. I'm anticipating another drop soon. I'm anticipating <laughs> 25 is coming to 20 soon, right? And then before you know it, we're going to be at 15 with family history. And once we get that, we'll see the number of surgeries decline. I always wonder though, you know, when we talk about the doctor saying, wait and see, like, so as a parent, if I didn't know anything about scoliosis, I'd be thinking, okay, my 10, 12 year old child has a 15 degree curve. What's the likelihood that's getting better if I do nothing? Like, I, I don't know. Does that even make sense? That doesn't well, make sense you. to me. I'm going to ask you this question. 30 years. Have you ever seen a scoliosis grow out? Never. <laughs> 
Not one time. But how many patients come in and tell us, well, we're going to wait and see because they said it might grow Absolutely. Out. And maybe that's just because of our experience that I, I don't understand that that mindset. But, but yeah, I've never but seen it. But we've never seen it. We've seen thousands. Yeah. Thousands, thousands. of patients. Right. And we've seen them all over the United States. We've opened up clinics all over the U.S. We had 48 clinics at one time. That's right. So mm-hmm. we were able to see patients from everywhere. And... And so we've got a database and a history of seeing these patients, not only, and and I'm gonna say this is really important. When you're talking about care for a child, it's not only treating that child as an adolescent, as a juvenile, but it's our job to make sure they function as an adult, right? Absolutely. So it's not just treating the scoliosis and stopping it from progressing. It's not only getting as much correction as possible but can we get them can we manage their case from beginning to end where now we can release them from care and they can manage and function as an adult very important it's what so and we have the data to prove that and to show that because we have patients that started with us at six years old Mm -hmm. at two years old they come back five years later we have the 12 13 14 year olds that come back at 18 19 and 20 we do have that data we do have those patients that come back and we can look at it and say hey look this works this doesn't work this never worked and we're just not going to do it anymore and so can you ask for that and can you see and do you do you have those those five-star reviews that say hey they made me function as an adult right that that they took care of my child and and they saw him all the way through very important i think it's a very important uh, key to treating scoliosis yeah the management of a case over time is really the key i mean it's it's not a quick fix there's nothing that's a quick fix but the you always have to take care of every child with that long-term goal of of function in mind right and saying that functioning as an adult that kind of leads me into treating adults so Mm -hmm. um, one of the best type of scoliosis treatments that we find is using a dynamic brace we found that full-time rigid bracing uh 20 hours 22 hours a day we know it creates muscle atrophy we know it creates ligament laxity in children who are growing and developing it creates a a a pulmonary uh, function problem right Mm -hmm. so they get pulmonary insufficiency as an adult yep and so we don't we, we just don't use it we've we've been asked to do it we we just don't we won't because of those reasons so we do prefer to start everybody out on a dynamic brace and uh, we use a dynamic brace because one we want full-time treatment two it's the only three-dimensional brace that allows for movement on the market so what's always been uh, a question in my mind for treatment over years and years is a rigid brace has always been until now a two-dimensional treatment yet scoliosis is a three-dimensional problem <laughs> does that right. make sense <clears throat> not at all not at all so with the spine core brace and this dynamic brace we can actually look at the dimensions of the body 
we can look at the spine, we can look at the curves. Every scoliosis, as it's being created, will create a postural deformity. So there's many different types of scoliosis, right? Mm -hmm. And you've got to be able to distinguish the type. Once you figure out what type of curve you have, then you can see where that genetic insult is. Yeah. We've looked at, it was in, uh, it was in Canada at St. Justine's Children's Hospital. I sat and looked at thousands of MRIs with every different scoliosis and every different curve. And we could see on the MRI where yeah, that asymmetrical growth in the vertebra was for what type of curve. And that gave us an idea, hey, right there, that's what's driving this curve, right? So you have to be able to figure that out. That deformity, then it go, moves on, it creates a postural deformity. And it's a three-dimensional postural deformity. So I was always looking at this two-dimensional hard brace and saying, oh, how can we brace this three-dimensional problem with two-dimensional hard brace? Well, and the hard brace, as, <clears throat> as you know, doesn't address the most important component that you're talking about, the most important component of scoliosis, which is that rotation. Right. So we've got rotation, we've got torsion, we've got shifting. Um, and that brings us, you know, when we get into adult treatment. Number one, if you're watching today and you're an adult and you're in a hard brace, from here to here, get out. Get out. It is not recommended. Most adult scoliosis will have some degeneration. It'll have degenerative disc. It'll have arthritic yeah. changes in the spine. And you want as much flexibility in that spine as you can get because the scoliosis and the arthritic changes cause uh, a, rigid, a rigidity in the spine. In the spine, yeah. So would you put a hard brace where they can't move that creates a more rigid spine on a patient? No, you know, you and I were talking about this earlier today, and I just, I, I have to believe that the people, the doctors that are putting the adults in these rigid braces, I, I want to believe that they're well-intentioned. But again, I don't understand what the thought process is, why you would put an adult in a rigid brace, unless there's a financial component behind it, frankly. Well, there's no data. There's, there's I mean, I like to read research papers, right? And if you don't have any research, then you're guessing. Mm -hmm. And there's no research that says that a rigid brace is good for an adult patient. And I will tell you, I know a lot of doctors that use rigid braces mm -hmm. on adults, and all they get is complaints. It's complaint after complaint. And I'm, what did you expect? Right. This is, this is what you get. So SpineCore was originally developed 25 years ago to treat an adolescent scoliosis. And that's all it was. Treat adolescent scoliosis. We had better compliance. It was easy to hide. That's right. You could wear it to school. Yeah. I mean, it was the miracle. Kids are always so excited when we take them out of those rigid braces and put yeah. them in spine core. It was kind of like our miracle treatment, mm -hmm. right? And we've mm -hmm. got this and we catch it early and we're getting corrections and we're like, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, and it kind of morphed its way in about five years after doing adolescent only, it morphed its way into an adult brace. And so now, would you say we have just as many adults as 
Yeah. Adolescence. Yeah. I, I mean, what I wonder within our practice, I, it feels very balanced, doesn't it, as yeah. far as adults to, to adolescents? Maybe not today. I think we saw a majority of adolescent kids today. <laughs> right. Maybe we have our adult days. One adults, our... <laughs> but um, sometimes we have our yeah. adult days and our kid days. But, but you know, in some ways, it's 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 exciting taking care of adults because when the adult patients call me on the phone and say they're in agony and then they come into our office they're amazed that they come in and you know many of them bent over canes husbands wives helping their spouse in the office and literally that day when we brace them they're standing more upright their pain is diminished significantly they can't believe it and it's it's, it is it's exciting it reminds me of a of you know we just trained a new doctor right in alabama Mm -hmm. and we trained him how to do spine core and uh He's been he's he's in the past had put some rigid braces on adults. I know he did, yeah. And uh, it was it was nothing but complaints. Mm-hmm. He just put his first spine core brace on adult, and she called the next day to say, "I was at an eight on a scale of one to ten. I was at an eight full time. I'm down to a two. I never want to take this thing off." Right. So he's out there now. He's changing lives. He's yeah, feeling good about yeah, what he's doing. It gives you a sense he's of purpose. The, and he's getting the result. That's right. Yeah. Right? So um, with adults, what, do you, what would you think the most important thing is with an adult? Because this is a big misconception, right? There's a lot of adults out there that will call and say, you have a 40-degree curve. What can you get it down to? Yeah. People, people are often... <clears throat> overly concerned with the degree of the curvature you know it's all about quality of life how do you get that person that patient to feel better that's the number one goal when we're treating an adult and so the degree of the curvature is less important than the postural deformity that shift away from the midline that we can so easily correct with the brace i'd almost venture to say that it's irrelevant the, the size of the curve is irrelevant <laughs> yeah. in an adult. In an adolescent, it's extremely important, right? Absolutely. Because you want to stop progression. You don't want to affect the heart. You don't want it to affect the lung. Uh, you don't want it to progress to where they're deformed and they're embarrassed to be in, in, in public. Right. And you don't want them to have rods put in the spine if they don't have to. Some they do. We've got some phenomenal surgeons we use and we send to the best of the best so if it's necessary we know who hey we trust them and they are the best of the best and we do need that we understand that um but as an adolescent we need to stop and it it does the focus is on the curvature it's focused on the size of the curve absolutely as well as you know centering Mm -hmm. right Uh, making sure that their posture is centered because that will help with stopping progression and help with more correction but in adults, it's not. It's complete opposite. Right? Well, and how many times do we get an adult that has a, such a small curve? Well, for an adult, a 20-degree curve, and they're in massive pain. And then you can get someone that has a much larger curve, a 60-degree curve, and mm-hmm. they're in mild pain. It's so, so you're right. The curve really is yeah. irrelevant. With adults, I'd say more it's about the shifting. So mm-hmm. it's about is the upper body sitting on top of the lower body? Right. In in both planes, right? Yeah. So you got a sagittal plane and a coronal plane, and you've got this shifting. And the more shifted off the midline, the more pain they have, yeah. right? And it's the same posterior anterior, right? Mm-hmm. So in a different plane, if they're shifted this way. 
So if you're not looking at those planes when treating, and you can't treat those planes, by the way, with a rigid brace. Without a dynamic brace, so sure. It, you need a dynamic brace, and you need to be able to configure something and custom fit something to address all of those. And if you don't, the patient's not getting well. So then you lose the patient. Patients often, they're going to try, you know, physical therapy, which is a short term. I'm all about physical therapy. I love physical therapy. Don't get me wrong. No, absolutely. Don't get me wrong. But it's a temporary solution because it's not a full-time corrected position for a scoliosis patient. So it's like a deep tissue massage. You go, scoliosis patients will go for a deep tissue massage and they'll feel like a million bucks for 10 minutes. Yeah. They well, walk out they of walk there and out they want into another one. They walk out into gravity and all of that benefit is gone. But and that's the that's the case for all of these things that we see, right? The epidural injections, the oral pain medications, even chiropractic care, yeah. which obviously we love, but it's not it's not going to help scoliosis. Right. So those things in conjunction with what we do mm-hmm. and can be very helpful. Bracing, um, with a dynamic brace works better Mm -hmm. right so i always said if you can get an adjustment to the spine and create that motion in the spine move the spine make it because motion's life we know that so if you can put that adjustment into the spine well then you put the dynamic brace on you're going to hold the adjustment much longer that's right. right so working together with these people and physical therapists and acupuncturists and when you work together as a team you really get better results with the patient. So, um, we, today we covered, you know, adolescent, what a parent should do, uh, adult bracing, and I always say, pick up the phone, right? Pick up the phone, call us. We got two doctors here with a lot of experience. We love to talk to people on the phone. We love to figure out their problem, right? It's on. It's it's one uh, of those. It's, it's a, a passion. Challenge. Yeah, it's a passion. It's a passion. It's and a if love you've got X-rays, have. we'd love to take a look at your X-rays. Um, you can send them to us through our website or via email, and we will do a no charge phone consultation and let you know what options you have. So again, that's scoliosisfix.com. All the information's on the website. Do a little research, have your questions ready. We'll answer every question you have. And uh, we welcome your phone calls. Awesome, that was How was that? That was fantastic. I'd say it was, nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, too bad I forgot the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, Brian.